Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical and it's Pokemon Snap. Yeah, if you're pressed to tank, it goes <laughs> Like, what Bloody. is going Bloody. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to Two Dads and a Podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Double the, the podcast uh, for double the fun. The Pixar movie. Uh, oh, the animated feature. The animated feature film. Yes, coming That's coming to today. a YouTube near you. That, fuck. No, I'm not doing this with you anymore. That's, That's fine. Oh, what are we doing today? Well, we doing? well, I'm, you're I'm feeling. I'm like, I don't know. I'm. I don't have my same normal like you know gleeful your sort bubbly of personality. Yeah, you know me. I I do. I do know you. I've I've known you for a long time. <laughs> Oh, I hope that's not popping. That feels like it's popping a little bit. Pop, 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 pop. I mean, now it is as you pop. get like obnoxiously loud about it. <laughs> like, so who, <laughs> whose idea was the? You were the Pixar guy first. Yeah. Well, I mean, right? we threw out a couple things, and we were talking about yeah. movies, and we narrowed it down to a few different like themes that we could do. Well, you know what? And Before Pixar. we even get like too far into it. I just wanted to. The, you looked up the the Violet Mountain Dew. I so did, like, and I looked up a little bit. I tried to. So that you can get a can of Violet Mountain Dew for like seventy bucks. Yep, that's it. It's, it's expired. Already expired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stopped making them, so it is expired. But you know, I I came to the realization of what it tasted like when I had it, and it's like you the taking just a giant wad of grape flavored Big League Chew <laughs> and. <laughs> putting it in your mouth that's what it tasted like and it's Perfect. glorious expired big league chew would and, be even better and like well they it was in japan uh it was, it was made with goji berries so i went and i bought a goji bush today i'm gonna make my own <laughs> And I'm gonna, just gonna I'm like gonna crush up goji berries. Oh, perfect, yeah. perfect. Just smash them up. Hey, do you do it with like like wine? Do I step on it with my feet? Uh, um, sure. Crush I'm it between gonna, your thighs. Do it. Give a I'm give a better it. experience. Can sign up now for the pre-sales. So we're ranking our top five Pixar um, films, Pixar movies. Right. Yeah. And there's one coming out. There's a new one coming out in like a month, month and yeah, a half. Yeah. And, and that's and kind of what it kind of inspired this choice too of doing the tops top five, because you know, it, the yeah. new one coming out, Luca, it looks good. It's coming yeah. out next it's, it's month. Another, like, like it, it reminds me of the preview, at least reminds me of kind of like soul. It's very vibrant and yes. very, yes. Uphased, that's something like that Pixar does really of, well is that vibrant, just bright and colorful and like it just feels warm like the movie just well, feels good you they know changed everything like they just changed the entire everything like movies wouldn't be what they are today without pixar and we, we wouldn't have such access to japanese anime feature films yeah if we didn't have have pixar because better they animation because they yeah ghibli studio to america just out of a sheer passion because that's who inspired them to do their work so yep thank so you pixar for helping my childhood out and i i don't remember who started last week with our top i'm gonna go now five, but go i'm going now Number five. So my number five is about a man whose wife and children are slaughtered by a home invader. And then his only living heir is kidnapped and whisked away 
for miles and he has to go find his son with a, a mentally impaired her stranger that he meets uh, and, it and stars it's liam neeson hairless journey well no oh, oh. that's no, not pixar doesn't. that's not pixar um it stars albert brooks who, who's a comedian but it's really good as finding nemo finding nemo is so good um, 2003 that was i remember this is one of the last movies that we watched like in full in school you know yeah. uh, before they stopped like just wheeling in the tv when they were hungover and playing shit like so this <laughs> they was about just didn't that give time. a shit about the class anymore yeah <laughs> yeah and, and, and especially now that like i'm such a fan of fish and i i i hated fish i hated swimming i couldn't swim for shit and, I, and then I that like shark just it. said fish are friends not food and something clicked. Right, and I was a shark, and now I'm friends with fish. No, I got fish tanks and all everything. Like, (laughs) it was a good movie, though. It was fucking different for the time like it, it, was, was, it was it was really good. like it started off with a, a crazy like man it had such a warm feeling at the beginning and it's just like oh this is a this is a fun little movie oh god god what you say well it was you no know? like a kid's cartoon like the, this is where they first sort of showed that a kid's cartoon could have extreme peaks and valleys when it came to emotion to emotion oh yeah and, oh yeah and investing yourself into a plot line because because before it was really just about the flashes the songs the dances the mm-hmm. goofiness and this was like hey we can actually tell a real story and that kind of fucking messed me up for a while emotionally but yeah that's my and, number and five. you know it, it had a really good you know moral and the the message from the movie about yeah kind of um, having you know, that washing out your fish tank uh making it, yes. sure they don't pull the plug on the filter or else you're gonna get a bunch of scum yeah um, don't let your crazy daughter shake a fish to death in a bag those um, are the best that happens life lessons right there yeah that was what i drew from it absolutely absolutely so my number five is it, it also starts with tragedy and i'm oh, not gonna no. tell some crazy story about it because it's oh, no. just too it's fucking up? sad it's up it's, it's up, up. Yeah, okay oh my goodness yeah, the beginning you know, honestly this. it starts with such a beautiful beginning and it rips your fucking hard out of your chest and screams and just it's a great movie but i can only think of always sunny in philadelphia now when i see that oh see i I don't i don't watch always sunny (laughs) and that is a well go watch that you know that's i've heard, I've heard good things i've heard good things but up is and so he's a janitor she's a maid and, and the rats come in and they make everything oh, fucking Jesus. romantic for them and what it's a great like we're, we're, we're talking poetry. about up dude right right up yeah dogs talking Yes. Yeah. Talk. I don't know. It just the the beginning and like it has one of the most heart wrenching beginnings to a Disney movie. Like (laughs) it's so crazy, uh, such a crazy amount of emotion there. And then you have this cranky old man who kidnaps an Asian child and flies him across the the world and nearly Um, has him like the starting by a giant bird. Like, you know, it, it's yeah, just he's a, got the starting <laughs> phases of dementia and you no know, the best things are the especially like with this movies and others like the best things are the like what do you call them, the conspiracy theories yeah yeah have yeah <laughs> man there's 
some crazy ones oh, for just about any Disney. Amazing. So my number four, that was a great one, by the way. Yeah, and it's, it's it, the wife's. I probably mean, the wife's one of her favorites. You know, with with sure. Doug and and Russell and Kevin, like they had such great humor there with Carl bringing everything down. And it was just, a, yeah. it was a wonderful blend of that. And like well the cast, message, by the way, Carl's character was well cast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and the message of like acceptance and healing, especially, you know, this man has lived his life and with the love of his life and had to continue without her and like that healing and that acceptance of yourself and being able to help others at the same, like, I don't know. I just, I loved everything about that movie. So my number four, a year after Finding Nemo, came The Incredibles. The Incredibles. That I that movie is just so cool. Superheroes, like that's I just like superheroes, and that's about it. Like I thought the plot was just very strong, beginning to end, and even the sequel, which I think you said you liked better than the original. Like to to an extent, to an extent, yeah. I I think it it might just just be because we watched the second one about eighteen bajillion times because of my son. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they do that was his frozen. They do a little tongue-in-cheek with the uh, uh, poking fun a little bit at classic superheroes and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just, it was funny and it was intense at times. And it was an action, like a real action flick by, I, you know, you have Disney slapped on it. But yeah, before they started doing X-Men and Star Wars, like that was, that was the first like action-y film they did. I guess mm-hmm. Xenon in the 21st century it was pretty actually I, I have not forgot about yeah. that song oh, the supernova girl song yeah, johnny tsunami got a little on edge but oh man but that was disney so yeah pixar flexed their muscles and their abilities with with that one. Oh yeah so my number four it, it goes back to the original in, in 1995 toy story i mean yeah it, this is where it all started and you know the the hey, animation hey, has come you got a friend in me that's that's right that's right yeah but you know the animation's come a long way since the original but the thing is the plot and even the animation to an extent still holds up fairly well yeah a- and that's that's what's crazy is a movie that came out in 1995 still holds up and and holds a candle to movies that are coming out nowadays and maybe maybe yeah, i'm just I'm, looking at this with nah, nostalgia man. glasses but it, it's i'm still i'm still terrified my 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 toys and my action figures come alive at night they're all trapped in boxes and they're like you can't breathe and pounding <laughs> against the little uh, but, glass you know this one you know you talked plastic. about how pixar started almost like a, a revolution in in animated features and at yeah. the time when toy story came out there wasn't even a best animated feature when it came to the academy awards and so they gave Toy Story, a special achievement award at the Academy Awards for yeah, they make something up. They literally made something up for Toy Story because of how important it was. It was like the first feature length computer animated film. It was what the the special award was, and right. it, it took until at least two thousand two thousand one that they added the best animated feature. Okay, and well, you know that's like five six years later that well before there was like two animated movies a year you know you you waited for the the, you know sony might do one but really it was it was disney would have theirs Mm -hmm. and then uh, and then dreamworks or whatever yeah theirs or something but there were just weren't that many studios doing animated 
fucking movies and now and and jillian pixar just took off with toy story and and here we are here we are on to number three that's where we brave brave oh that's a good one the the music i love the music really it's it's a great soundtrack this i think this was kind of like they were going through a transition period they had a lot of films that were less kind of story driven and more kind of myth they're breaking into the mythological mm-hmm. really here yeah they're really really telling some out there more out there tales like they, i don't know how to describe it but they sort of changed the way they're approaching things mm-hmm. it felt and brave was great it was we we both have heritage in like scotland ireland areas and so the whole celtic vibe kind of vibes with us at the same time oh yeah and oh yeah you know i i the, can't get away from my scottish so heritage good. <laughs> well the cast was great the the voice acting was on point you know you mentioned the soundtrack the soundtrack and, and the music was by patrick doyle who is a scottish film composer like you can't get more authentic than that and and yeah. i absolutely love that they brought him in to do that and he's done some amazing work you know he's worked on harry potter and, and aragon even though the the movie was garbage the <laughs> the, okay. the music, the music was, was still not bad you know he did and the, the, the don't music sense and sensibility i mean who can yeah he did the original thor the original so, thor yeah the thor movie came out in 2011 from oh, marvel, marvel you, cinematic universe so the first thor movie like, cinematic when you say, like universe. original thor i'm thinking like when, <laughs> what? did they do one in the 80s what <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I mean, was, he's he's done a lot of really good stuff. And, and it just really, like like you said, the, the music really, really touched on the movie and it helped the movie flourish, for right. sure. Yeah, they, they really wove in a lot of... And, like, this one especially had a, so many fucking Easter eggs from all the other movies, which were really cool to find, like... Oh, yeah, yeah especially, especially, like, the, the, wood the wood carvings. Yeah, dude, there were so yeah. many in there. I love I love that. I love when and, movies and, do and that. That's the first that's the first not Disney princess to be welcomed into the Disney Princess Club and still hoping to get like Leia in there and <laughs> you know some of these other princesses woven we'll, into we'll, the we'll Princess see. Club. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how things go. But my number so, 3, what, what what number are we doing? My number 3 okay. is is newer, very new actually, and it's Soul. Just came yeah, out it's, last it's hard year. Not to pick that one. I mean, it's it, music. It, it, it's it, what is. it is. And you know, it was a lovely journey of, of personal growth, acceptance, and learning yeah, it was to truly. At a lot of times, it, it was. Like, but I fuck. liked that about God it. Damn it! You know, it was I mean, that one. That learning movie was a little too real to be a kids' movie. <laughs> I don't think it was made for kids. I think it was made for us. Well, you know, our was, generation. You know what? It, it was crazy because it was one of the. It was so far. It was the first like big disney covid like uh pandemic release you know Mm -hmm. so like we're trapped in our houses waiting for something some great shit and that was one of them and and what's what's great about it too is you know we're trapped at home and it has this message of you know not don't focus just on your dreams don't just narrow your sights down enjoy life enjoy what's around you and i think that was a beautiful message to have during the covid times and wrapping everything up with amazing jazz music was just icing on the cake yeah my only thing about that movie that i didn't uh, that that I wish they'd done more with was the music, like more music based. I, I do cause... wish there was a little bit more, yes, but the music they had was top notch. Yeah, and again, that was another great cast, well casted. 
What was mm-hmm. that? Jamie Foxx and, and shit. I, yeah, I liked it. I I yeah, Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Trent Reznor, and and John Batiste doing you know the soundtrack was fucking crazy. And I really hope that they they, they infuse so much new like not new talents because I mean Trent Reznor and John Batiste are old as fuck right now. You know they're <laughs> they're in their forties I mean, now a little bit. But like they they've never done a project like this. Like how cool to bring them in to do something that they've never done, and you're you're trying to fucking mix things up in your well, own dude. fucking universe and that's <laughs> w- would you imagine that the lead vocalist for nine inch nails is doing music for a disney movie you know yeah like, no, I, I love that absolutely love that it's it's super cool so my my number what two are we on two, two? we're on we're two. two okay so my number two i couldn't pronounce for the longest time because for whatever reason my brain when i saw it kept on wanting to pronounce it onward and it is onward onward oh that was so good but i I kept seeing it and i just thought onward onward on (laughs) so no the nerd is that why this is on here because you were so proud of yourself for pronouncing it correctly finally (laughs) onward no just so i could correct the record onward (laughs) onward onward was so it was such a unique you know i'm uh, the Pixar nerd in me film. just fell in love with this movie. And oh, yeah, 100%. no, it, did. it didn't seem like a Pixar movie. It seemed a lot like a DreamWorks movie. I'm going to be honest. Kinda, like, it, yeah. was, it kind of felt, it had the adventure and it, they brought in all these mythological characters and it was so fucking cool. Yeah. And it felt like, you know, it's kind of like set up like a D&D game. So mm-hmm. it's, well, you know, you mentioned Soul as like the first major thing. Onward came out. It was originally supposed to hit theaters and they decided to launch it on Disney Plus instead. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, but the thing is, it was kind of slept on. It didn't get the hype. It didn't get the, the marketing and everything right. that Soul got. And I really feel like it was just kind of, it went under the radar. It was a really good movie. Yeah, I love that movie. And just this, again, I'll mention, because like, they're, they have a lot of great movies, you know. And I don't know what your number one is. And I have a strong habit of trashing your number one on accident, just not <laughs> knowing what it's going to be and talking shit. But so I'm going to avoid that. I I'm just going to say it. there's some movies that just the plot, like the, the movie's great, but the plot is kind of like, man, you could have done better. You know, you could have mm-hmm. done better with your story development, with your character development and you know, creating a cohesive start to end thought train and for me that's what this was like it it was a well mapped out sort of the uh, chain of events and good storytelling with this it it was and the storytelling on it was great and all the like the pop culture references and 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 bringing fantasy into modern times was really unique it was really fun that uh, how they did that i i will say there were a few things in the movie that weren't the best for especially for pixar Well, it's not your number one, so there obviously was something that didn't live well, up to you your know, standards. My, you know what? We'll get to that later. But uh, like, even like the cast was this cast. Oh that yeah, nerd, the cast for that was Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Like, <laughs> like well, you got Spider Man. Those two are so and, good together. Yeah, so I mean, good together. Fantastic. So, what what was what did you like out of out of the Pixar movies? For my number two, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever sure. Number. I don't like to put labels on things. <laughs> Welcome to Two Dads Top 5 segment. No labels, please. <laughs> no, my number space. my number Except 2 for all the things that I trash that you throw out. <laughs> my number 2 completely safe. The Incredibles. 
<laughs> oh yeah, The Incredibles. And cool. honestly, the the reason is is Mrs. Incredible. Superheroes. Oh, well, that's it. You got that junk in the trunk. No, no, seriously, it's Mrs. <laughs> oh, Incredible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a fantastic superhero <laughs> movie. It you is. know, it had it had fantastic action and it had a relatable story, both for the kids and adults. And that's what I liked about it. You know, watching it years and years ago, I related, yeah. of course, more towards the kids and, and their need to express themselves. But then at the right, same right, time, right. you know, now that we're parents, there's that, you know, especially with with the dad, with Mr. Incredible, it's the, the need to be wanted and to be yourself and to be able to express who you are without well, being and just that feeling of these fucking kids are going to put me in an early grade. <laughs> yes, yes. There's so much thing. relatable and that movie and that series. And, you know, we Let, talked before let's... about Incredibles 2 and how I do kind of enjoy maybe the, the story and, and maybe the storytelling well, a little bit more. But let's talk about the, the, the cast when it comes to superheroes, when you have Samuel Jackson fucking, you know, <laughs> and, and uh, um, Jason Lee, who's just uh, his father is the father of superheroes. Mm -hmm. almost. And oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. And, you know, the what I why I have The Incredibles, the first one on here, not Incredibles 2, is because the movie has grown with us in a way that some of the others haven't to yeah. an extent you know like i said you, you start as a kids movie and you appreciate it and you you have these r relatable characters and then you get older and then you start relating to some of the other characters and this movie did that so well it was a kids movie yeah. it was a, an adult movie and it was truly a family superhero movie and and you really don't get a whole lot of family superhero movies you have ones that are definitely I mean, made Lewis for and Clark. We used to watch on the on, on uh, when I it was out movie. in the nineties as a family. I said, I said oh, movie. Oh right, you did say movie. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of Finding Nemo, my fish is actually named Jack Jack. It, it's Beautiful. a Jack Dempsey, so I named it Jack Jack. Beautiful. It doesn't catch itself on fire though. That'd speaking really of Finding cool Nemo, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I know how to. You know, I've been doing this podcast shit for a while. I know how to flow things together. That's right. That's right. You know. That segue was amazing. On to number one. What's your number? One? Super. Super. It was super talk about, duper. Talk about segues. Go, it's go Toy for Story. It. The original Toy Story. And that's because, like, and I have a story behind it because my family was poor as fuck growing up. Okay. You know, as a lot of us are, especially in Ohio. As we've discussed in depth a few times. <laughs> and so we didn't buy movies. You know, we'd, we'd have a no, movie night no. once every couple months. Man, and Blockbuster maybe was the shit, man. Go and rent yeah. a movie for three days and watch it 18 times. and <laughs> Right? So, you know... This was, I remember it was at a Sun TV. Like, you remember the electronics store? And I, I asked for the VHS of Toy Story because, and we never got VHSs. We never bought them. Like, we hardly had any fucking movies. You know, I, I have hundreds of movies in my house now because well, we could not buy any as kids. Yeah, you're yeah. compensating. And, and <laughs> you know, they bought that movie for me and it was just out of left field. Like, they were, they, it was always a no. Everything was always a no. Even candy. Oh, yeah. You give 50 cent candy and it'd be a no. Mm -hmm. But for some, whatever reason this day, they bought that movie for me and it, we watched it like 20 times that week and it was still... I did you ever see like the the concept before they made it 
Where it was a lot less like kid friendly, and it was a little more oh, like yeah, brash, yeah. and the the artwork was a little more jagged and less refined. Mm-hmm. But they still had Tom Hanks doing a lot of the voices. It was a really cool sort of thing to look up if you get a chance to YouTube that. And it was it was a good movie. I I think everybody had their name written on the foot of their fucking toys. Yeah, everything and, said Andy. Yep. Well, mine said Joe because my name's not Andy. So oh. I don't know if oh. you'll put Andy on yours. I'm sure your brother so might have put supposed Andy to on put, his. I was supposed to put my name? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, not other people's names. <sighs> That's probably why you lost a lot of your toys. None of them <laughs> had your name on it. <laughs> probably. So that was, yeah, that was, I like that movie. It was cool. Yeah, it's a good it movie. Right. Like, it started the a lot. The were good, too. Like, it's one of the, they like, were. number two was almost, if not better, than the first one. And that was such a rushed movie because they accidentally like fucked the whole thing up and had to start from scratch and hey they had like, like yeah the, that was a great one <laughs> well what, uh, the, wasn't it that one of the animators just happened to have a backup on her computer or something yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah she was she, she just wasn't supposed happened to, to and, you yeah. know and she saved the whole she, fucking film i, I think she was like she, she saved it to do work at home even though she wasn't allowed to wasn't supposed to and it saved the whole fucking thing plus they had to do a major rewrite too because the they got into it and they're like, this doesn't, this doesn't fucking mm-hmm. work. Man, and then it's done work. Then the next one, Toy Story 3, didn't come out for what, another 11 years? Oh, it was a long ass time. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, 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 the and wife Toy Story cries. 3 was really good too. The wife cries after every time. And then um, nine years I, later, was... we get Toy Story 4. And, and they were really good. They didn't quite live up, I don't think. But again, I think, you know, yeah, well, because you know, we, some of these, we saw them as kids. Some of these movies now, I like more, even like, like the. Toy Story 4 and The Incredibles 2 because I'm taking my kids to like drive in theaters to see them so they have this oh, memory yeah. attached oh, yeah. to them that oh, they yeah. normally wouldn't just if we just watch something on the TV or whatever so. and in our own company like who yeah. wants to do that with their family yeah, I'm, I don't know Go anyway ahead. You do it. You my number the, one you ruin the entire thing Go ahead. <laughs> my number one is Coco yeah I figured uh, man a, you would think with bad. how much i've how many times i've seen this movie like i swear it was on repeat for like two months straight when my son was born yeah. because he just he loved the the music and the, the i'm sure just the colors because he had no concept of what yeah, actually i had to learn some of the songs on guitar because of my kids. yeah I, I mean i still sing remember me to my son when he he can't sleep and you know i can't remember the words i i, I can I remembered it. Thanks. Thanks You're for playing along. <laughs> and, you know, you would think with how, how many times I've seen it that I would be tired of it. But the thing is, I'm not. And it's the music in that is absolutely fantastic. It won two Academy Awards, you know, one of which was for best original song. Yeah. You know, it, it won best animated feature. It, it was gorgeous. And one of the things, honestly, that put this high up on my list, maybe number one, is it was praised for the accuracy to Mexican culture. Yeah, so, it was and, directed and, by a white guy from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, but they did their research. They went on location. Well, the, the, they learned everything they could to the make music this. music was written by a guy, I forget his name, but he was of Span- Mexican origin, uh, heritage. Uh, yeah, I think he lived in L.A., lives in L.A., he still lives he's he's alive that movie's not that old uh he lives in la and uh, he, he did do an extremely good job with yeah. the music and the scoring 
Um, especially, well, um, I mean, it was the, it was the same guy who did the Incredibles and the Incredibles too. It's, uh, it? uh, yeah, the it, Michael Gia, Gia, Gia Kino. I, I know okay, I'm you know, butchering we'll edit that. that out. We'll just, we don't even have to say his name is it's cool. I don't know how to pronounce it. You don't know how to pronounce it. To we'll pronounce just... it. And the phonetic spelling, it does not help at all on Wikipedia <laughs> at and, all. <laughs> yeah so i mean he just did a great job with the music it was fantastic that was a couple he of did and and, and... <laughs> you know w- one of the really interesting things about the movie too is it's one of the only films that the spanish dub for it is it done by the acting crew the, the original voice actors well between that and it is mexican spanish it's not just general spanish right. it it, they specifically did Mexican Spanish dialect, and that is really do they unique. Not, do they not do that? Like, I just assume, like, when you had a dub in a country, that that country of origin is doing the dub. Not always. Their not always. Companies. Really. Mm-hmm. Now that's I did not know that. That's surprising to me. I would I would have just assumed just like we do the English dubs here. Well, I, think I, I think it's called Castilian. I think for oh, a while okay. Canada was doing yeah. our English dubs, so I guess that's. That's how you get over nine thousand instead, instead of, of over eight thousand. Yeah, translations yeah. eight thousand. Yep. Yeah. Well, but anyway, about our next topic. <laughs> but but yeah, Coco. I, I love the movie. It's bright. It's colorful. It's vibrant. It you know the music is wonderful. And honestly, even the plot isn't the best plot. But just the music ties everything together, and it's so focused on music. And I I just absolutely love that. The the plots. I don't think the plot's that bad. No, the plot's maybe a little like. All burn out a little used up you know the family doesn't want you to progress but you want to progress in this sort of way or or, you know something happened it's it's a cliched plot yeah but it's so well done with the accuracy the the storytelling and the music and everything comes together and i i'm still not tired of the movie i'm still not tired i am a little bit but that's okay. I'm not going to take that away from you. You're number one. But that was not going to be the movie that I was going to bash on, though. So Oh, what, what was the movie you were going to bash yeah. on? Well, it's a little bit like A Bug's Life was... Hmm. It was like the... We watched that the movie, other day. It, yeah. But I it came out like the same sort of time as like Ants mm-hmm. with... Uh, I, <laughs> uh, what was it? Woody, uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen, yeah. And I kind of liked Ants a little more. Ants was not a kid's movie. <laughs> Ants well, was, was a not kid a when kid. I watched it. Well, yes, that makes but it, it was not. A I was a kid movie. when I watched Akira, Akira, and so you know that's that's a kids movie to me. So that's know? what's wrong with you. Got it. That's what's wrong with my children. That's not what's wrong with me. There are deeper seated things wrong with me, and I have bestowed that onto my children, as any so. good parent does. <laughs> well, that's but, you it. Know, uh, if uh, you have a top five, no, uh, Joel, what's your favorite Pixar yeah, movie? Do, do you have one? we have a we have a guest who's been sitting here the whole time i don't think i have one i yeah i don't think i probably one of the toy stories just because i am old enough that toy the original toy story actually came out when i was a kid so it's kind of cool to see you know my kids get enamored with toy story 4 like Mm -hmm. 20 something years later it's it's pretty nice to see them attached to the same characters and like isaac has a jesse doll like the talks, like the pulls the string and stuff. So I'm nice, waiting for nice. them to like milk this cash cow for as much as they can and start doing prequels. <laughs> no, that, no, that'd be interesting. Actually, they are doing a side movie, aren't they? They're they doing have... Lightyear. Lightyear, Lightyear yeah. is coming out right. 2023. <laughs> 
It's happening. They have shorts too. No, it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, they have a lot of shorts. Plus that TV show for a while, the Buzz TV show. Mm-hmm. But it was anyway, well worth it. It was if well worth you the guys time. have a top five or even a top three or just your favorite Pixar film, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can email us at 2 dap 2020 at Again, gmail.com. I, I don't really care what your favorite stuff is, and that's probably why we don't get a lot of emails in. I mean, probably. Uh, because I say that every episode, but it's tr- it's still true today. But you know what? Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We are doing another deep dive into trading card games. It's so weird because I can't hear that, but I know it's being said, <laughs> but I can't hear it. So. I just saw him do this, and then there was like I. It got, like, so it got silent. Like, talk, <laughs> yeah. He's, no, uh, so we we have the the um, narrator. Have we played that episode yet? No, we haven't. No, uh, we have narrator. Uh, that's going to be Z, in. We three interviewed weeks? him. Yeah, and Kyle we got Bear. him saying next time on two dads and a podcast. So uh, that's that makes me happy. He plays it. That's awesome. He did that. Yeah. Yes. Um. I think I'll 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 upload it into the the Discord for you. Um. So you can listen to it. I think I may have already uploaded it in there, but I'll upload yeah, that later so, so you can listen that, to that's it. That's what that was. That was that that's, was happening. That's me okay. that signaling to Joe. Okay. Be quiet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep it. I keep not You're talking over it talking. yeah <laughs> so but we yeah had, we're going to come we're up going... with the system we had to come up with the signals we did yeah. so we are doing another deep dive into another trading card game yeah we're, tr- we're coming close, close yeah. to the end so tune in special guest yeah Joel. we'll have a special guest he will be joining us all right no thank you. so you too can listen to extended interviews on patreon if you subscribe and like and review and rate and then watch me eat bowls of cereal yes many bowls of cereal I mean, three so far, but we'll get more. Three bowls of cereal. I, you know what? You know what? This summer, I am going it to. It felt like a lot. I am going to force feed him. We're doing you four bowls this, next I time. I don't like the sound of this. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's happening. That's going on our OnlyFans. Like a beer bong. <laughs> we just Joe and I used to work retail together a long time ago, and I'm glad to see that like 11 or 12 years later, you still suck at selling stuff. Like that same lack of enthusiasm. You say that, it's, it's but beautiful. at the same time, my my sales were always pretty good. Thank you so no, much just, for listening, and, and we'll and catch you next you time. too can buy our podcast for free on Apple Tunes iPodcast. Hi, Mom. We'll catch you next time. And we love you all. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs>